Okay. Then, yeah, you hit record. Uh, if you wanted to go live in something else, you know, Facebook, Twitch, or whatever, you just pop those things out. But if you're just recording it, so it's just us. If I'm not going out live to a group, then it's just the four of us talking. Yeah, that's what we need. We need to edit this out because Corey's going to say a lot of stuff that he doesn't want other people to hear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Excellent. I mean, that's <laughs> a, lot, a lot of beeps from Corey. Okay, gotcha. Just to impress our very best friends Your new theme song And questions that are the power Interviewing authors of Lit RPG And there is that our very super extra sweet Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to JVJ. I'm your host, Corey Hatfield. With me in the studio is Josh Hatfield and ahoy, ahoy. Josh Stout. Hello. We have a special guest. I'm guessing you go by Spike, right? Spike Spencer? Yes. Good. <laughs> Well, that's a nickname, right? You weren't born Spike. You became Spike. Well, it's, it's you know, to be honest, it's my given name. Huh? It was given to me by a bartender in 1987, and uh, it stuck. Hmm. I guess yeah. it had a lot to do with your hair. It, your well, that, it was really the attitude. I mean, my hair was very similar to this. I've worn this for a long time until I had my 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 kick-ass dancer's mullet kind of thing uh, back, in, uh, back in the late 80s for a little while. It was hair down to here. It was pretty much, you know, jet platinum blonde and uh, kind of like this and out. And I used to go dancing a lot. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun, but uh, mullets are coming back, man. No, no, no. They the, that I've seen, the mullets do the mullets that I have seen down here in Australia. Scary, man. What I mean, even, in Australia? even scarier than the snakes and the spiders. Yeah, I was gonna say, I just assume they have spiders in them or something. Well, he's not allowed to leave the house. He's oh, actually no, come on, spider. Oh, the spiders are real, dudes. Okay, here's the thing. So Australia is amazing. I've been down here eight times. Now I'll, we'll get into why I'm here now. But uh, as far as Australia is gorgeous, you don't you think about Mad Max? That's you're like, oh, that's Australia. It's terrible. I, I, it's no, it's it's fantastic. It is beautiful. It looks like Carmel Valley. Uh, over a lot of it, and it's absolutely stunning. Uh, however, the spiders are no freaking joke. Okay, <laughs> I we were the the huntsman is the one that is like as big as your hand, and it looks like you know it would come at you with a knife, and it is not deadly at all. It's like it will come after you and everything. It'll bite you and it'll hurt, and that, that's about it. But th- that's not deadly. It's like a teeny tiny one that's like, oh yeah, don't touch that one. That'll kill you. I'm like, what? Freaking Australia. Um, but I saw one. Baby kangaroos are more poisonous, right? The what? Baby kangaroos are more poisonous. <laughs> yes. The baby kangaroos are actually vampires. Now, I, I was, we were in Brisbane uh, 
a little while back and my kid was playing out in he's three and he was playing all these kids running in and out of all these little fun things. And there's this little mushroom house that was, you know, covered and, and kind of dark and you, you walk through and it's like, Oh yay, it's all fun. Until I went over there and I said, I'm just going to look up in it. And so I got down underneath and I looked up and there was a freaking huntsman as big as my hand, just sitting right there. And my kid had been going underneath it. <laughs> he was about to go in. I'm like, stop. <laughs> get back we're not going in there gonna wrap your kid up in a web it was well they're hunters they're they don't they don't do the web thing uh oh. have you ran into a lot of drop bears while you're over there oh the drop bears you're gonna be scary mate yeah. only at night so, is that a reference to something <laughs> that's an australian thing you wouldn't oh get. i wouldn't get it yeah it's, silly. It's, it's one of those things that it's uh scared the tourists yeah, they lie. Is it, Australia's full of liars. I yeah. don't know if you know that. It's not, for me, it's not the big spiders that scare me. It's the little ones. The so, ones that you don't know are on you right exactly, now. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's all the ones I don't see. Yeah. If, I, if someone's like, there's a spider in a cage, I probably wouldn't be scared. I mean, I've never been to Australia, and I know the spiders are bad and everything, but I have a brown recluse infestation in my house, so I feel like I'm always in Australia. Oh, dude, that's that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the recluse are worse. Well, in California, I mean, there's black widows everywhere, you know, and people are like, oh, my gosh, it's so scary. I'm like, no, at least a huntsman, you never see them. I, I, I've seen uh, two now. I saw one in, in a uh, in a, part, a condo townhouse, townhouse that we were renting. We were Airbnb uh, down in Melbourne, and I walked in the kitchen. There's this big honking spider. Just I'm like, dude, and he's just sitting there like, what? I'm just like, I'm going to come kill you. Hold on a second. Stay right there. Anything abnormal size is kind of alarming, though, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it doesn't even have to be a scary spider. What if it's like a rabbit that's six foot tall? You'd be pretty terrified. Dude, anything that looks like it can punch you back is scary. Well, that's why a kangaroo is scary. It's a six foot tall rabbit. Are, they're born to fight. Yeah. Oh, kangaroos are, are, are crazy, man. Kangaroos, it's it's the the wallabies are the cute ones. They're the little ones that are just adorable. And they come and eat out of your hand and everything. And then a big honking kangaroo that's bigger than you comes over and like grabs your hand and goes, and then takes off. That they're big kangaroos are dicks. Wallabies are cute. I heard koalas eat the, uh, what do they eat all the time? Those eucalyptus. Eucalyptus. It gets them high. So they're always in a constant state of highness. Well, kangaroos, the thing about kangaroos, they're apex predators. <laughs> so they're they're very arrogant. Have you have you eaten kangaroo? Because that's a thing. Oh, right? I love kangaroo. It's very tasty. It's kind of like yeah. kangaroo, kind of like the deer, right? It's it's actually very close to beef. Hunt them and eat them, right? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, it's very close to beef. It's it's very lean beef. So it's kind of like deer, but it's not as gamey. Yeah, I guess uh, they're just deer just turned. <laughs> <laughs> they're the ultimate they're the ultimate game because they fight back. It's a, well, deer are also apex predators. <laughs> well, yeah. Have you ever seen one destroy an apple? Yeah. It's terrifying. I don't like deers looking at me either. Or horses. Like, they have dead eyes. Right? Yeah. No. They're looking at your soul. They don't have soul. <laughs> so, why are you, are you living in Australia now? Yeah. So it's a weird story. Um, so, I was appearing at a convention uh, in Melbourne and the Gold Coast. And the Gold Coast is just south of Brisbane, and it's freaking paradise, dude. It's, it's amazing. And uh, so... It is, I've been telling the story. It's like, well, it's a long story involving the walking dead, a vampire, a witch, and Tom Hanks. So we were all appearing. Uh, there's members of people of the walking dead, uh, Spike from Buffy, um, one of the witches from uh, Charmed, 
and uh, we were all in Melbourne and doing the show, and there were rumblings of this COVID thing, right? And then we got up to the Gold Coast the day that Tom Hanks said he had COVID, and he was a couple of blocks away from us in in the Gold Coast because they were filming a, a movie, an Elvis movie here. So um, we were then we we were here hanging out for about a week or two weeks actually we stayed a little longer and then everything started shutting down and it got weird and and Qantas said we're not flying anymore the whole world shut down basically and we got Kim's parents out on a flight like the last day they were flying and we just made a decision we said you know what we're going to stay here for a little while we just got we had the feeling had the gut feeling i can get into the whole uh subconscious uh, manifesting and all that is which I do coaching wise but it's like we just knew there's something there and uh, we just said okay we're just gonna stay and I'm like ah we'll wait it out it'll be a couple of weeks and the world will go back to normal no problem your subconscious is a moron <laughs> <laughs> so can, no our subconscious is amazing because here's the deal we're in basically the safest place on the planet your apartment oh because the no, Australia you. Australia in in Queensland so like Melbourne and Sydney they kind of get wonky but like they shut down Brisbane because they had two covid cases I mean they're not playing over here so there have been the whole time we've been here no masks almost nobody wears masks and never have even during the whole height of it all and it's been amazing Walmart <laughs> is what sounds like my local Walmart no one wearing masks yeah. Um, but it was, I mean, it's just been amazing here. So we decided to stay and now Qantas still isn't even flying. So we've been here for 10 months and we said, you know what, let's make the best of it. We're living here. We got an apartment, which is fabulous. And uh, the beach, we can walk on the beach every day. And I'm starting culinary school next week to be a chef because I want to. <laughs> yeah. Are you oh, and I'm still doing voiceover. So, you know, I just did a couple of big gigs. I can't are, you, are you like already kind of good at, uh, you know, making food? I am. Uh, I did the, I wrote a book, uh, a dating cookbook called Food Game, A Man's Ultimate Recipe for Dating Success, which you can buy on Amazon right now. Nice. And uh, it's, it's phenomenal. I've got a few recipes in there, but that's, that's how I dated. That's my whole, that's my, that was my whole dating shtick. That's how I got my amazing, beautiful wife in there. So, um, but anyway, that's why I'm in Australia. So we decided we're going to stay for a couple of years people buying that cookbook and stealing your wife away from you with your own names. Not a chance. Because <laughs> you're trapped in Australia. <laughs> no, because I'm fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you also have a really good YouTube following. Uh, I have a what? A nice YouTube following. Oh, really? Do I? You get a lot of subscribers. I was a little concerned, though, because I saw you were uh, post a video where you're hopped up on goofballs, from what I see. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what it was. Uh, yeah, I like to play with the titles here. I got all kinds of funky titles. That's why I love StreamYard. You can put the, the titles there. It's like, hey, what the hell is that? I Are like to be goofy. Uh, live videos you do? Yeah. Um, so I do the Mind Scrambler. Uh, I have the, a podcast called the Mind Scrambler podcast, which is on iTunes and, and all the other places. Um, and I do it live on YouTube. Uh, so uh, also every day during the week at noon Australia time, I go live for an hour or 30 minutes or whatever. And I just I just go live and just chat for a little while. Uh, and if I feel like if I'm doing a podcast that day, I'll do the podcast. And that's a you know 30 minute 
thing. But uh, a lot of times I just come on and just chat just so people have a place to, to go and hang out and talk. And I, I talk all mindset, personal development, self-help, that sort of thing, because um, I'm, I'm a coach. I've been doing it for many years. And, um, yeah, it's just something for kind of our, our nerd geek world, you know, to talk about, Hey, self-esteem, confidence, uh, you know, all that kind of thing. Uh, and that's what I'm working on. That's what the mind scrambler is pretty much about. And now I'm doing interviews. Uh, my last one, I just interviewed, uh, Mark Pellegrino who plays, uh, Satan in, uh, supernatural. Uh, I've known him for a little while and he came on and we talked uh, about personal development and self-help and growth and all that. So it's really cool. I've got a lot more coming up. Uh, I've got Jennifer Hales coming up, um, Tasia Valenza, who was like Poison Ivy and she's in Star Wars and et cetera. So I got a lot of people, uh, interviews that are coming up and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You got us too. That's pretty great. Yeah. We're big. Hey, hell yeah, y'all. <laughs> I wrote a book. <laughs> you did write a book. It's great. book. What'd you write? Called Slime Girl. Sign Girl? Slime. Slime Girl. Nice. Yeah. Is it X rated? No. It's, it's very nice. It's I a was, very sweet book. I was reading a review today, and the, and the guy's like, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was going to get real lewd real fast. <laughs> so so now that we've, we've warmed you up a little bit, uh, let's, let's go back here. Uh, who are you? <laughs> Um, don't you know, uh, you invited me on the podcast. Um, <laughs> hi everybody. I'm Spike Spencer and I've done a lot of voices for a long time in anime, animation and video games, etc. Probably best known for Shinji Ikari and Evangelion. Um, not the Netflix dub. It's the Netflix. The other, the other ones. <laughs> you're in the Netflix dub. I'm not in the Netflix dub. Yeah. You're in the credits. Netflix. I'm not in the Netflix dub at all. Netflix. In Netflix Australia? Netflix did not send him a check. <laughs> or did they just use your voice? Uh, they didn't use my voice. My voice is not in the Netflix dub. They redubbed the whole thing. All of them. Are you sure? Yep. 100%. Yeah, I feel like he would know. But why? <laughs> yeah, that's Casey Mungillo. Uh, I'm telling him. I guarantee it. In case, I think it's Mungillo or Mungillo. I have to talk to him. But I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not in the Netflix dub. And uh, they did. They redubbed the entire series, and then the three movies into Ava, um, Death and Rebirth, and I think the director's cut, whatever it was. Like, but yeah, I'm not in it. Waste of resources, doesn't it? It'd be like, hey, oh, dude, it was it was a huge deal. I mean, it was a huge deal. There was a um, originally when I heard about it, I heard Netflix was going to redub. I was like, oh, whoa, that's just crazy because I heard it was coming out on Netflix, and I was like, wow, that's going to be amazing. Everybody's going to get to hear us, and then I hear. Oh no, they're going to redub it. I'm like, what the hell? So I said, okay, well, if they're going to redub it, that's their their prerogative. Uh, and I just I just did a post and said, hey, you know, I would love to redo it. I'd love to, you know, do the role that I've been doing for 25 years. Uh, so sure, that'd be cool. And uh, and it went kind of kind of not viral, but a lot of people, you know, saw that tweet uh, or post. And somebody formed a um, a change.org petition we got like six thousand signatures to keep the originals uh for it but they didn't they didn't hey but as long as they don't try to redub peter rabbit you're doing okay dude i'm the shrew come on now <laughs> i'm a shrew that's me man yeah well i i hate to bring this up now because you said that but i just heard netflix is redubbing peter rabbit yeah. <laughs> james oh, <Gordon>. man <laughs> 
on the cartoon. Netflix just grabs things and redubs everything. It's like, dude, why? Why are you doing that? What was wrong with the old tub? Nothing. That's the only thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How, yeah. Do you, how does one get into uh, voice acting for anime? Um, well, it depends. I mean, the, the, the game has changed a lot now. People are popping in from all over. Uh, are you Canadian? Uh, what? Are you Canadian? No. Oh. Nope. I'm uh, born and raised in Texas. Which <laughs> actually, we found. But he's an actor as well. He's right, right. Okay. So yeah. Well, so boot. No. And then you get scouted. Wait, was your first work? Your first work was voiceover, though, not acting. No, my first. I I was an actor. Okay, here's the deal. So I was in Houston, and I became an actor in '87. Well, I started acting around '86, something like that. Uh, and I was doing professional work in about '87, '88. After you. I what? After you became Spike. Yeah, you had to go through a... Yes. Kind of a <laughs> Before that, no one wanted to hire you. Yeah, I was becoming, you know, if I, I was originally, I was really Charles Forrest Spencer, and that's my that's my given name. Yeah. And it was like... That sounds more like a superhero. Exactly. They're like, yeah, that's not you. You're Spike. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm Spike. What the hell? And uh, I was doing a live action movie with uh, Amanda Wynn Lee, actually. And she's like, hey, you do all these crazy voices. Come on. Why don't you come over and do some voice acting over at uh, ADV? I'm like, what's going What? And so like, do we dub anime. We dub Japanese anime into English. I'm like, anime? What is that like? Cartoon? She's like, mm, not really. I'm like, okay. Uh, does it pay? She says, yes. I said, I'm there. Let's go. And That seems to be a good uh, motivation for a lot of people. As an actor, it's like, yes. <laughs> um, and so I went, and the first thing I auditioned for was called Super Atragon. Uh, and I got a part in there, and then a couple other things, and then Ava came up. So it was an acting job. And I, I, and here's the thing, guys. Voice acting, what's the second word? Acting. Thank you. It's acting. So I've been a professional actor for 30 years. However, I've been predominantly only voiceover for the last 15 Um and that's just the way things work because I moved out to Hollywood in 2005 um, and I had already done like that, that Disney movie. I had just finished actually working on that Disney movie. I had five weeks with Frank Langella in New Orleans. And I'm like, I've had, I've had scenes on camera with four Academy Award nominees, two of them won. I mean, a scene with them. Right. And I get to Hollywood and Hollywood's like, who cares kid? Sit down. I'm like, Oh crap. You know, they don't care. But I did have a lot of voice acting behind me, and I didn't even know that I was kind of famous in the voice acting world. And this is back in 2005. It's gone crazy now. I mean, anybody pops in and boom, they're famous. They got thousands of Twitter followers and everything. And I'm still old school going, what's a twit? How do I twit? How do I tweet? What is this? You're long and- in space and you're like, what? Who are all these friend requests? My topic is so confusing. Yeah, so I'm learning all of that uh, to really utilize that for marketing, uh, you know, much better uh, than I have in my podcast and everything. I'm learning, and it's and it's coming along. Um, but that's that's the thing. See, when you go to Hollywood, acting is so chopped up. It's like you say, so what do you do? Uh, I'm an actor. Oh, really? So what have you done? Well, my last thing was an anime. Oh, you're an anime guy. No, I'm an actor. Okay, well, I've done some video games. Oh, you're a video game guy. No, no, I'm an actor. I've done, I did some commercials. Oh, you're a commercial guy. <laughs> it's like they try to pinhole you in these little things. And when you're in Texas, you do everything. You know, if you, you go up to Dallas and New Orleans and Austin and everywhere and you do TV, radio, you name it, you do it because you're an actor and that's the game. But Hollywood is a little different. So I really, really focused on, on voice acting and it paid my bills. 
basically. Um, so that's cool. Um, and that's as far as, you know, getting into it, where does somebody go? Acting school, take acting. Mm. I was getting, every voice actor will tell you that. It yeah, sounds like an easier game to get into. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, I guess you do signings. That's why you end to begin with. You do signings like at conventions and stuff. Yeah. yeah like I know. really take advantage of the market and just like slap a Pokemon symbol on your signing thing because I'm team rocket grunt number one. Never really thought about that, but uh, no, I don't know. I, Pokemon. Kids they do. won't know anything. Mm-hmm. Team Rocket Grunt. Yeah, I mean, I was, actually, I was, I was in Pokemon. I did in that. I was Rocket Grunt, yes. I was also in a Mewtwo. I was Dirk, the bad guy. Oh, and stick with Dirk then. Grunt Dirk's number cool. one. Doesn't no, no, I like Grunt number one, though. Team yeah. Rocket. But you were number one runt. That's true. I was also eight Pokemon. Eight was it? Eight, eight Pokemon. Um, in it was a spinoff Pokemon thing. Pokemon journey, I think, or something like that. Joke. Something like I want to say like Kitchen Journey or something. It was yeah, weird. Kept cooking, Mama. Pokemon cooking, Mama. Yeah, I, I have no idea, but it was all of them. And I was Squirtle for about a minute. Oh, Detective Pikachu, you're. Uh... The cartoon version of that you were in that i'm telling you everything you were in i do i don't know you guys know better than me people are always like were you in that i'm like i don't know was i were you in dragon ball super as majin buu yes well bleach is pretty big too yeah you get a lot big. of uh bleach respect i guess um you know i've been trying to figure out what would be big and because like i i thought Shinji's always big, right? So if I go to a convention, it's like you'll see people with 25 items on their table and they've got a banner and all this shit. And here I am in the the corner. I've got a couple of prints and I'm just sitting there going, what's up? (laughs) How you doing? Um, And because I figured what would people want me to sign? So Shinji has always been the thing. But then I did uh, Colonel Kled on League of Legends and Wukong the Monkey King on League of Legends. These things are massively huge so i figured those would be you know pretty popular nah i saw a couple of them you need grunt number one grunt number one i like grunt number one i would get, I'd, I'd get a grunt number one autograph if i had the chance <laughs> i could go through and tell you what to put up there i think <laughs> i would appreciate that actually because i don't know i'm like i did uh i was snake and black butler and that seems to get some love but i don't know uh, <clears throat> yeah maybe- to network, I would assume that would be good. Yeah, I would keep pushing that Dragon Ball Super thing because Dragon Ball is pretty big. <laughs> yeah, it's it, I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but see, there's somebody else who did Majin Buu though, and I, I don't want to, you know, I don't know, I, okay. I don't know. There's, there's yeah. So maybe you two could have like a charity boxing match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Via Zoom or whatever we are on. Right, now. right. right. Well, I'm in Australia, so it'd have to be a boxing kangaroo match. I think that'd be great. I, I don't, because kangaroos are scary. <laughs> I feel like someone's going to get hurt. Dude, you got to Google. There's a guy who, uh, a kangaroo had his dog, and he went over and he punched the kangaroo. It's amazing. Yeah. Were you there? I was not there. He was filming. Oh, yeah. You can put a sign print on that. <laughs> just google it you'll see it it's 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 awesome he goes bam and the kangaroo is like what the hell just happened well just so you know going forward if you want to uh make like a banner that says i was on jvj podcast we'll sign over the rights to you i appreciate that of the whole podcast not- yeah, <laughs> i now own the jvj podcast yeah. Yeah, good luck. Spikes, it's a it's a money hole. Spike Spencer's JVJ podcast. 
I'll add it to my umbrella of podcasts that I have. These are my babies. We tried to do that whole podcast umbrella thing. It didn't work out. We're also pretty lazy. We are. We had we had some other podcasts, and now we're just down to this one. It just it's easier. It's easier. Yeah. I was kind of thinking we could branch out and do like three or four more podcasts. I was going to talk to you guys about that after this. <laughs> when, you talk now. when do you think our last podcast was posted? A year ago. Nope. Today. Oh yeah. You posted one. Yeah. Man, and podcasts are, are a lot of work, man. The editing is a little bit nuts because you have to listen to yourself so many times and you yeah, know what like you're you gonna say to you've really lived it it's yeah. annoying it's what i don't edit my podcasts i'm like this is a conversation if you get the ums and the errs and the eh and the pops and all that i'm like dude we're talking well you said okay. you you do your facebook live and and you'll do your podcast at the same time is that always or just if you feel like it um so what i do is the actual podcasts are kind of when i feel like it and you know i've got to make sure i have one coming out each week so like right now i've got a month lined up with interviews uh, set up there. So I'm focusing on that because I'm opening my membership group uh, at the end of the month. Um, and so whenever I do a podcast, it's, it's really kind of a divine download. I'm just like, what do I want to talk about today? And something just hits me and goes, dude, talk about this. I'm like, okay, cool. So, hey, everybody, today I'm doing a podcast. Uh, so we're going to record. Boop, and I record it. Um, and then, you know, I do all the stuff to, to release that, but it's always just straight train of thought with maybe a couple of notes that I'm like, oh, I want to hit that. Um, yeah, it's just pretty straight up and simple, but I do every day at least go on uh, for a little bit to just be there and, and have a chit chat, you know, just hang out with people who come on. I'm like, hey, how's your day? What's going on? Um, and I'll talk about whatever. And that's why and it all goes, since I've got StreamYard, it goes automatically to Facebook, uh, my Facebook page, my Twitch and my YouTube channel. So it's broadcasting out on all of those uh, every day for the most part. Not every day. I, I don't do the weekends, but uh, yeah, it's just, just being on there and saying, hello. You're in Australia and the weekends are what, like Tuesday and Wednesday there? Yeah, the days. Till- <laughs> no, we're, we're, uh, where are you guys located? You're central, right? Say that again. Where are you guys located? Illinois. Illinois. Okay. So we are. 16 hours ahead of you. So right now it is Friday here. And it's Thursday night there. Well, don't tell us what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's going to be amazing. Look out for the drop bears. Every day is amazing for us. We have this great podcast. Yeah. Heck yeah. The funny thing is that we don't, we don't edit out the errs and the us. We just, we used to try to make it uh, kid friendly. Now we just try to make it adult friendly. And <laughs> sometimes we fail at that, but. <laughs> our goal is to alienate as many people as possible with our podcast, not by like being rude or anything, but with the sound quality. <laughs> right. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's talk politics. Okay. Now, <laughs> let's talk religion. Hey, okay. Here we go. You must be, you must be concerned about sound quality, right? Like with your whole, are you a sound snob seeing how you're uh... not, I try. I'm not great with it, but I do have, for example, uh, this right now in this room, I have my Yeti, right? It's a decent USB mic, but I wouldn't use that for like my professional stuff in my, my sound booth. I have a, a blue, um, bluebird microphone. It's a very nice microphone. That's what we use. A couple of bluebirds, you know? Yeah, they're great. And, um, it was actually given to me by Aaron Fitzgerald, which is awesome. And, um, so yeah, I use that and I've got, so I've got kind of, I got a professional setup in the other room, but uh, I don't, I haven't been, I haven't got it set up yet to do my podcast there. I've just got a green screen and all that, but 
you know, I'm in Australia, this is an apartment. So I had to get everything shipped over to me and, and get it all put together once we figured out what we were going to do. So I'm still in the construction phase of getting that sound quality better, but I have to have good sound quality if I'm doing auditions and doing gigs from that closet in there. But I have an engineer who's not far away uh, who has a studio set up. That's where I've been doing my, my professional gigs for the most part, because I don't want to deal with all of the, the technical junk because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You know, I just, I want to talk funny and you do everything else. When you do voice acting for uh, like, like an anime, do you do it at home? You don't go to a studio? Well, that's the thing. Normally I would always go to a studio okay. uh, before, before COVID. I mean, okay. it so just, changed uh... everything. Yeah. Uh, because for a while there, for like six months, nobody could go to a studio in the States. So mm -hmm. everybody upgraded their quality. So for example, I used to have an, uh, like this is, I just use this for my podcast, right? This was my podcast mic. A USB mic is fine for a podcast, uh, very nice quality, but it's not going to get you into, you know, recording video games and anime and all that kind of stuff. But mm -hmm. I would not use this for professional gigs. I would not. Um, so that's the thing. Everybody upgraded their game. Everybody at home is everybody in LA is recording from home 90% of the time right now. So they all had to get good mics, good sound quality, good interface, all of that. So I had to up my game because I've been traveling with my little Apogee mic for 15 years and I've recorded video games and, and all kinds of things on that with, you know, what we call the, uh, the bed studio where you raise the pillows up and you throw the blanket over your head and you're recording underneath the, the blanket. So it looks like the weirdest slumber party ever. Where I'm, where I come from, that's called the peekaboo palace. <laughs> well, you know, oddly enough, sometimes the same kind of sounds come out of there. So, <laughs> uh, but that's, you know, the game has changed. So everybody's got to upgrade. So I upgraded everything and got a new interface and new, you know, new stuff. So uh, yeah, that's just an interesting way the, the whole industry changed. You know, you can't have uh, crappy mics anymore because they can hear it, they know it, and they're like, nope, won't do so, it. So do you think it's going to stay that way after, let's say somehow COVID goes away? Do you think it's going to stay at home recording or it's going to go back yeah. to studios? Um, I think, no, it's going to go back to studios because that's, it's just easier to do for the studios. Um, it will go back to studios because there's, a hundred studios in Burbank, which is where Hollywood really is, guys. So, you know, I mean, from where I'm living in Burbank, I could walk to the studios, almost any of them, right? Um, they will go back because it's just, that's just easier to get it all done and they don't have to deal with everybody having different systems, et cetera. Um, COVID is going away. It's, it'll be gone um, and we'll get back to normal. But it is interesting now because now that people have all of this good quality sound stuff and can run their own show, as long as they start marketing themselves, they're going to do more work from home. It just, it just makes everybody a better sound producer from their home studio. And now they can go out and get more work on their own, whereas they might not have tried to before. So I think it's a good thing. I'm guessing that when you go to a studio and you're working on like, you know, a, a big, big time anime or something i'm assuming you have a director or someone there kind of coaching you through how they want it to sound right yeah always we i mean audio book narrators and they're kind of doing their own thing yeah a lot of people do audiobooks i don't really do audiobooks um i thought about it but i would only want to do audiobooks that i want to read 
And those are like business, personal growth, nonfiction stuff. I don't want to do 25 characters. That's a pain in the ass. Well, so, just just a quick interjection. My book only has like six characters. So we'll talk <laughs> about for me, man. Too many we'll talk, growth in it. There's a lot of personal growth. <laughs> but we, we can talk about we can talk about payment later. But okay. Go ahead. Do Good you deal. Want to narrate your book? I can have two narrators. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I forgot. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've narrated my own books. I, I there are some books uh, on uh, you know personal growth that are in the public domain, and I'm I'm doing a series of those because they're some of the best books. Uh, they're just phenomenal. Narrating your own cookbook? That's what I want. <laughs> I did. I narrated food game. There's an audio version of it. Oh, did you yeah. describe what the food looks like? <laughs> it should smell very nutty right now. Yeah. Now stir it to the right and stir it to the left. So I hope it's narrated like that. I'm going <laughs> to listen to this book. Yeah. It's like, all right, tonight we're going to have a wonderful meal. No one has fun when they're trying to narrate. They just try to get the work done properly. It's a shame. Yeah. yeah. It was weird doing recipes. I'm like, how do you do recipes? So I read them in. I don't know if I'm going to keep them in or not. I don't know if they're even in the final product but the main stuff is in the book do it read it do it trust me it works when did you write this book uh that one i finally finished it two years ago i think oh so so you you welly secured your marriage before you wrote the book yeah giving all your secrets (laughs) away this has to be that's why you're not afraid anymore. <laughs> not at all, man. Well, here's the thing. Even when I the, – the whole idea of food game was that's how I dated for seven years before I met my wife. And I dated a lot of amazing women. Um, and it was great. It was very, very cool. And it worked out really well. And uh, so people are like going, dude, that's really – that's a great idea. I'm like, I know. <laughs> but here's the kicker though, guys. Here's the funny thing. This is when everybody's like going, what? So you just cook for a date at your apartment and she comes over and that's your date. That's easy. Right. I'm like going, yeah, but see, here's the trick fellas. You have to be the kind of guy where she will come over to your apartment to be alone in a secluded place with you, not even knowing you while you hold a very large cutting instrument. Yeah. Then you lock the door so she can't escape. Mm. Wait a minute. That's not in my book. (laughs) No, it's it's not a bad plan. You got to read between the lines. Yeah. (laughs) The doors are open. (laughs) What you do is you flip the the doorknob around so the key's on the inside. Genius. Mm -hmm. I I bought a book called How to Be a Real Nice Guy and I left it on my coffee table. You smart. (laughs) But you never read it? (laughs) I never read it. I just wanted the girls to see it. And the the girl you've lived with for thirteen <laughs> years did she did she see that and decide she wants to stay with exactly, you? Did yeah. you stack that book of how to be interesting? On top of I it? did, I did. So she knew she was be a good, interesting guy. <laughs> the psychological warfare begins. Exactly. It's just a game. <laughs> it's food game. Food game. On Amazon, you can get it, and That's it's right. rated. Well, it's yeah. Is it on Audible? That's what I need to know. Oh, is it? Wait, is it out? The narration? Uh, yeah, you can get a you can get an audiobook on Amazon. You can order it there, I believe. Okay. I believe so. I've also had my other book, uh, "What Happens at the Con Stays at the Con." That's a uh, volume two, um, and it's uh, it's the one I've been selling for years. I originally wrote it in I think two thousand seven, two thousand eight. These are the crazy things that happen at conventions. Uh, you know, some of which I instigated, and it was just wild and i turned them into these little short stories which may or may not be 100 percent true and uh then i added some more finally and, and made it into an actual book so yeah check that one out it's a really good one it's a lot of fun do you sell that at, when you go to conventions yeah 
I bet that's a good one. Yeah, I would too. It's great. It's not getting enough traction. I mean, it's my most popular uh, panel when I go. I'm, I'm like filling up rooms and I'm like, okay, I'm going to read a couple of stories and tell you some other things that aren't in the book. You know, um, it was just wild and fun and, and silly. Um, and it's, it's a lot of, yeah, a lot of craziness and, uh, yeah, just check it out. Put a, put a signed picture of team rocket grunt number one in there. <laughs> team rocket grunt number one. Not <laughs> I, see kind of a, I see kind of a weird disconnect here because your book's called what happens at con stays at con, but it seems like you're telling what happened there. <laughs> they have to buy the book but they can't take it out of the building smart <laughs> then you just collect it it's like you a library read it here. yeah that's how yeah. libraries work <laughs> you, you don't get to keep a library book. but you get to you take get it home it with you oh it's close enough when was the last time you were at a library uh, see when was the last time you were at a library yesterday why i was renting some books they shouldn't have left you in they do every time. <laughs> nice. He needed to use the computer. I was looking for what happens at Con Stay at Con, but I couldn't find it. Yeah, you're yeah. That one. <laughs> I did see Slime Girl there, though. Yeah, that sucks. Someone should have had it. Yeah. <laughs> True. If it's at the library, it's not a good. If you should look for Team Rocket Grunt Number One, my story, and that that's their story. Yeah, I it's in the nonfiction. It's in the nonfiction. There's a big backstory on that. Does Nintendo own Pokemon? Do you think Pokemon would sue you if you wrote that book? I have no idea. There's, I think it's worth a try. There's two books on Audible that are Pokemon. Definitely not. And they're still going. So I think you can get away with little things. But, <laughs> but kind of a bigger name than that, What whatever the girl who wrote the Dragonite book is. Yeah. But I mean, does it sell well? It was Queen Elizabeth. I don't know who this lady was, but... I don't know. It's not I, good. I know that. I love the idea. And it was like 23 minutes. Yeah. Was it free? No. Nope. Use a credit on it? He, well, yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> Credits used to flow a little more yeah, freely. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Spike. <laughs> I, I'm just listening. I got nothing to say. <laughs> you got to ask me questions, dude. It's your podcast. We haven't been in the same room for a year, so. Uh, I had a question. I'm going to edit that part where I said, I have a question. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so you do tons of video game voices. Do you actually play video games or are you just happy to record when you're interested well, and they give you money? You know, here's the thing. It, it's, I don't play because if I did, I'd never leave the apartment. I, I can't do it. I would get no work done because I love it. I mean, I went to, we, we went to uh, Arizona for a thing and I was like, it was a, the Airbnb was a gamer's airbnb it had like everything every possible game or thing you could possibly want and i ended up playing crash bandicoot two and three and i was there for a couple of days i I, that's all i wanted to do i was so addicted to it It it's like i had nothing else i had to do take care of my baby my wife was doing some coaching stuff and i'm like all right it was so much fun i loved it i'm like no i can't do that anymore (laughs) i had to get rid of it a dream come true would be if they're like hey we want you to be Crash Bandicoot. Hell yeah. I would love that. The fourth game. Yeah, but is it, does he talk? Do they talk? <laughs> They're animals, right? You can make the... <laughs> like, the only time Crash Bandicoot talked was in those commercials, right? Where he yeah. had the megaphone. But the evil wizard dude talks. Well, you could just uh, send in some tapes of what you think Crash Bandicoot would sound like, and maybe they'll put <laughs> sure. it in. Well, actually, could you give us a taste test right now, maybe? Well, see, it'd be more like... I think it'd be more like... Uh, you know, you have Wiley Coyote and he never talks or anything. And then he looks at the camera and goes, you know, I'm Wiley Coyote, super genius. I was like, dude, yes, 
that's what I thought. He's so cool. So I think that's Crash would be kind of like that. He's always like, hey, woo, 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 woo. you know, um, I've been trying to battle Dr. Neil Cortex for years, and I swear I'm going to get him, but right now I have other things to do. <laughs> What's the thing good. about Crash? He's cerebral. He's up here. Mm. I always think of He's traveled through time. He's always thinking, man. He has to think. Right? That's what bandicoots do. You know what I've never, I never played the game though. So well, here's the thing: we got a guy who played the game, and he's in Australia. He's kind of a bandicoot expert. Australia. Are bandicoots in Australia? Is it is real? a bandicoot a real thing? I, I have no idea. Now I'm thinking of the Tasmanian devil, though. So those aren't. The oh, same. dude, Tasmanian devils are ugly. They are all over Australia too. You can't walk out your apartment without a kangaroo. A bandicoot is a thing. It's a little, Good. little mouse guy. They do move fast. <laughs> Interesting. Dude. Yep, bandicoots are real, and they are in Australia. How about that? Wow. Josh, that's very interesting. Hey, guys. Uh, you know, I'm a bit of an expert. So, and they look nothing like Crash at all. So, Spike, uh, tell us about why you decided to have a, a baby at age 45. Well, 48. So, um, well, first of all, you can you can actually watch that whole transition on Netflix um, it's called Being Dad. Uh, the Chicken Soup for the Soul uh, people did a docu-series, and, and me and Kim were featured on that uh, because a couple things. So she's 19 years younger than me. And so I that was kind of like, She's 19. I was going to be like, I'm going to get that book. <laughs> well, that's the point, dude. Get the book. She's 19 years younger than me. And – I had like back issues. I had my spine fused back in 2004. And so they were playing up that, oh, his back's a problem. He's older. And this is, oh, all this thing. And, uh, you know, we just, it was great. We have uh, our beautiful little three-year-old son and we have another bun in the oven right now. She's going to be born or he, he or she, we don't know yet, is going to be born in June here in Australia. So that little kid's coming out going, oi, mate, oi, oi. It's going to be great. And, you know, I, I love my wife. Nice. Yeah. You know, I love my wife and I love the family and it's, I wouldn't trade it for the world and uh, it's amazing. And um, yeah, if you've got a kid, which, you know, some of you guys do, it's, it's amazing. It's just incredible. Did you have a mullet when you met your wife? No, I actually, I had, I had very long hair though. I had hair down to about here. It was, uh, she said I looked kind of like a pirate. I was like, that's cool. That'll work. Now you yeah. kind of look like Howard Jones. <laughs> Nice reference, man. I love Howard Jones. I'm the reference king. Reference guy. I love Howard Jones. Um, yeah, I used to. That's I saw Howard Jones perform live back in eighty or nineties, back in the early nineties. Anyway, yeah, I saw him. I saw him perform live uh, more recently. I don't think he has the same vigor. No, no, probably not. He's he's still amazing. Um, Anyway, yeah, so I had, I had long hair. That was like, you can see pictures of me at old cons back in 20, 2012, 2011. And I was just like, ah, hair, party, party. It was great. Were you trying to look like Shinji so people would know? You're got long hair. No, I don't not. I'm, I'm not thinking, I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah, you're definitely thinking of somebody else. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just an amazing thing. And I, to be down here in Australia with my family and know we're going to stay here for a little while is yeah it's beautiful we love it we we used to do <laughs> questions so yeah we, I, did we I dropped the ball i forgot completely okay so what we used to do is uh before 
we started started interviewing people, we would just have people send in questions and we would answer them and tell them we were life coaches. And now we've got a life coach on and we have no questions. <laughs> but for that's, that's okay because I Googled get to know you questions. So this will be Okay. Well, hold on, hold on. I want I want to I want to I want to clarify something. I am not a life coach because it's and my wife put it this way. Um she's a high performance business coach and she's amazing. And people say, "Oh, you're a life coach." She goes, "No, I want to fix your shit. I don't want to be with you for the rest of your damn life." Pow. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> coach. So we've got someone qualified to answer the questions and now we've got nothing. Okay. Oh, we got it. We got the list. We're here. Okay, give me the list. We got about 13 minutes. 13 minutes. Question one. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Should oranges exist? Now, this was the first question in our first episode. And we should what? I, oranges. Should oranges exist? Absolutely. Orange. Well, let me throw something they out do. there. Let me throw something out there, Spike. Not to, to contradict you here, but have you ever had a Clementine? Yes, I have. Okay, would you like to to rethink the whether or not oranges should exist? No, they're because, obsolete yeah. at this point. <laughs> <laughs> why would you? Why would you get? Why would you get a 1980 Toyota Corolla when you can have a Lamborghini? You know, like not everybody can afford the Lamborghini. You have to keep up with the times. <laughs> That's right? the beauty of Clementines. Everyone can afford Clementines. Oh, I'm all over. Clementines are good. They're, they're tiny. Easier. These are they're cute. Good. They're good. Sweeter, More juice. Sweeter the juice. Sweet, sweet the juice. <laughs> and when did you get all that stupid orange juice out of the Nile and just have smaller clementine bottles? <laughs> <laughs> you guys have issues. We're just we just <laughs> know have strong opinions about. We've you sure do. Been non-life coaches for years now. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's all I'll tell you is if I see you walking down the street with an orange in your hand, I'm slapping it out. Slapping it right out. Oh Dude, man! Like a, a real, a real orange. orange. It's, it's like this not, big. No, it's it not. doesn't even it's look. Never had an it looks ridiculous <laughs> when you have a. But you got to be careful because I might clock you with the grapefruit in my other hand that you weren't looking at. A grapefruit's okay. I'm a Different. fan of grapefruits. Yeah. I just wish they were smaller. Is there a smaller version of the grapefruit we should know about, Spike? Hmm. I honestly don't know about that. There should be. Yeah. I believe when you emailed to be on this podcast, you mentioned you were a fruit expert. I never said that ever. It, <laughs> it's hard to compete like when you bring up fruits and stuff because because old JDS over here used to work for Kroger. Yeah, I was in the guy. produce guy for yeah. years. Well, there you go. I mean, there's your expert right there. I know it's crazy. You yeah. try to throw things out, and he's all like. Apples. Now, if you want to talk about tubers, now I'm an expert on tubers. Tubers? tubers. Ooh. The potato, <laughs> the devil's tuber. The devil's tuber. I have no idea. Oh, that's good. I was going to ask you what a tuber was, but we tuber can just... is a root vegetable. I'm it's a root vegetable, yeah. A root vegetable. Of like a potato. Okay. Like a potato, yeah. So, uh, next question. Or a yam. A ham, exactly. Or a sweet potato. Uh, a ham and a sweet potato are, are pretty much... Uh, the same thing. Well, I mean, these are ridiculous enough. questions. Are what is the, the meaning of life? Guys? Oh, that's that's go what for is it. 42 is that the 42? Is it 42? Is that the 42. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, dude. Nobody can answer that. No, I mean, no one can answer that. That's a ridiculous question. You find it when you transfer over to the next round. I think it's when you have the ability to make the grapefruit palm size. <laughs> See, that's it. That's the trick. I really understand. I guess we if just you had if you had a grapefruit the size of a clementine, yeah. you would have 
the answer. Now, do, correct me if I'm wrong, but grapefruits start very small and grow, correct? They are the size of so you can pick them. Yeah, you can pick them. And Where have you been, Jack? Is grapefruit grow? We're talking finished product here. All this time, grapefruit tree with several different types of fruit. It's on true, it. I do. I mean, I haven't got it yet. It's in the mail. Is it spliced? Like, how does it? Yeah, they graft on different like uh, apple branches onto a tree, and then it grows different types of different types of apples. Oh, you're just getting all apples. Get five apples on a tree. Five types of apples. You can make a pie. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can make a pie with one apple. No, you need at least two different types of apple to make a pie. No, you don't, dude. Dudes. What fucking podcast did I wander into here? <laughs> you sound like everyone we've ever interviewed. <laughs> All I'm saying is, no, hang on, hang on. Whoa, apple whoa, whoa. pies are also obsolete because I had an apple peach pie. Amazing. Oh, apple peach pie is good. Yeah. Hey, Spike. I just gave you guys the best sound bite, so enjoy it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. One guy was like, "Why am I here?" That was pretty good. And one guy said, "I didn't know what to say. I was just waiting for you guys to shut the fuck up." <laughs> there you go. So that was good. If I could ask you a question, Spike, who wrote a cookbook, how many types of apples do you need to make a pie? Do you recommend? Depends on the pie, but one is fine. Yeah, one is fine. One is fine. (laughs) If you want to have a fine pie, you're like, that's a that pie's fine. fine. I mean, I will. You know what? I think apples are obsolete at this point too. (laughs) With the grapple, had a grapple. Yeah, seriously, a grapple is where it's at. Yeah, it's It's an apple infused with grape. I assumed that. Flavor? I don't know how no, they just do it. Scent. It smells like a grape, but it tastes like a really good yeah, apple. Good. I recommend juicy. putting them in the refrigerator. Well, you know, I assume that if it was, it was a, a grapple, it wasn't like an apple infused with grief. That would be well, terrible. If they you, have those too. Hill, here's the thing. If you forget you have the grapples and you don't eat them and they go bad, they become apples infused with grief. <laughs> it's all about the timing, man. <laughs> and that's the real meaning of life. The meaning of life is timing. Yeah. No, no, the meaning of life is grapple. The meaning of life is timing your grapples correctly. Yeah, I agree with that. Should we ask him the hamburger question? Are yeah. Done? Yeah. All right, so oh, we're going to we're gonna ask you one more question, then we'll wrap up here so you can go uh, take care of your next thing. <laughs> so I can go do anything else. Anything else. <laughs> you really, you're really starting to sound like everyone else has been on the podcast. <laughs> Love it. So, yeah, what was it? Hamburger. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Can hamburgers be considered clothing? Oh, yeah. Can hamburgers be considered what? Clothing. Clothing. Mm. If if you had... In a pinch, sure. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, let's say you're going out on the night on the town, which I guess no one does that anymore, but and all your clothes are in the washer at <laughs> once for some reason. You could wear a hamburger. But you happen to have a bunch of hamburgers. Could you well, make yourself an outfit and head on out? I think. See, I've been on both sides of this. I think you were from flip. You're such a flip. I'm a flip flopper because you wait. You, didn't Lady Gaga do that with steak, which is basically hamburger if you grind yeah. it? Up. It's, steak, it's, it's, these are totally cooked, different cooked hamburgers in a bunch. <laughs> oh, I, in the whole bunch. Sure. I mean, why not? You make a steak. You string them all together. You know, and you say I'm going as the the decay of Western society, whatever. You know, you make a political statement of some kind. I don't know. I think sure. so. I asked this of my girlfriend. She's very smart, and and her went her, to school. She went to school once. <laughs> okay, good. Her good. thing was to be clothing. It's got to be made of cloth. Yeah, but you looked up the definition so many times. <laughs> Have I, I need to look it say, up again? Okay, it doesn't so, say that. 
The real question is, how few hamburgers could you wear in it? Be considered clothing. Like, how many can you wear and not get arrested? Are there lax wait, wait. laws in Australia? I think <laughs> you're wearing hamburgers. Sometime you're gonna get arrested because it's gonna fall off. Well, you could tape them on. Yeah, I mean, secure yep. that stuff. I mean, you know, hey, in LA, anything goes. So what the hell? What's well, if you're a man? Two hamburgers, a couple of strings, yeah. and you can be out on the town. Well, yeah. I mean, none of this is back. But you're in Australia, home of the nude beach, correct? Uh, there are some of those, not not over here. But see, you know, you could you're on the beach and people are walking around all the time with nothing but you know shorts on. So you know, strap a couple of hamburgers on there and go. Hey, it's I do not recommend hamburgers on the beach. Oh no, seagulls. seagulls are <laughs> oh, no, it would be. I, I didn't would, say nobody said this was a good idea. I, you, I heard huntsman spiders love eating hamburgers. <laughs> they love hamburgers. If you wore hamburgers to the to a nude beach, you're good. Are you good though? I don't know if you'd be. Oh, alive I would look at you like a prude. Exactly, you're a prude. <laughs> you just can't. Oh, you're the buffet. Hamburger pants. No, no. You but. wear them to a nude beach, and you're the snack. There yeah. you go. Oh my. Hello, I'm snack bar. <laughs> Wow. Treat Williams was a treat way before people would snack. No one cares about Treat Williams. <laughs> I okay. do. Would you not? Can we go one episode without you bringing up Treat Williams? I'm just saying. When was the last time he Is he even alive? I don't know, but I just watched what this obscure reference. D.B. Cooper. It was awesome. I do love D.B. Cooper. Are you Googling Treat Williams? See, these, these are the reference guys, and I'm the guy that never gets the reference, and I have to Google. Do you know who Treat Williams is? Are you ever at a con with him? No. I've, I've not appeared anywhere with him. Uh, I think I've had some Why friends that are <laughs> Why would Treat Williams be the con? Yes. Uh, Everwood? <laughs> have you ever, been, you ever been to a big Everwood con, Spike? Uh, no. No, I have not. Well, he was in other things. Yeah. Brothers that... and Sisters. This. He was in 1941. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this might be a little old of a reference. Come on. That's a, that's a fun movie. I don't care who you are. He's an excellent guy. I'm sure he's a sweetheart. I have no idea. Name. He does. I feel like when you're an actor, the name is... Is half the battle. Is that right? I mean, you got a cool one. Well, I thanks. But uh, no, well, that could be half the battle. If, uh, you know, people know your name, that's great. That's that's more of the battle. Why are, why are actors always changing their names then to make them sound cooler? Yeah. Um, well, because John Wayne started off as Marion Morrison. So if he stayed as Marion Morrison, people would think Marion's a badass name. He did possibly just ruin it for every marion out there <laughs> exactly yeah i mean schwarzenegger he didn't change anything so yeah, was like it's changed his, his wife <laughs> did he uh, what does that he's like, why are we bringing him into it he, seems he like brought a, up schwarzenegger i mean i know whatever <laughs> i don't want to pick a fight with arnold schwarzenegger let's just leave it he listens to the podcast he listens and he's a big dude <laughs> not well i mean i mean he's He's older now. Like he he's a lot older. Could he? Absolutely. Well, I'm not saying he couldn't like beat up you or you or me, but I'm saying the three of us could probably take Schwarzenegger now. What do you think, Spike? Does he? Have no, a- not in a million freaking years. You don't think so? I think he's tough. No. I assume you'll be on our. So, do you ever? Oh, I guess that was the last question. But I do have one last thing that's not a question, but it is a question. Sure. Do you have a beef with James Marsden, who plays Spike on Buffy? Like, who's the real Spike? No, I met him. Yeah. He was at this con down here. He was very quiet and kept to himself, so we only was like, hey, how are you? How are you? That was pretty much it. He was intimidated. <laughs> He's like, shit, I'm not the real Spike anymore. Well, he doesn't talk much since that 
Dragon Ball Z movie. Yeah. He keeps his head down. <laughs> keeps his head down at those cons. He's like, I shouldn't have been Piccolo. I shouldn't, I shouldn't. Yeah. No, he's, he's, he seemed like a very nice guy. So that's that's all I, that's all I got there. Some so, of those kids are, are kind of I would of assume crazy. you would just default say everybody's nice guy. <laughs> I pretty much do. Uh, that's... That is always my default. I always say, you know, I don't, I don't say bad things about people. I will say bad things to people if they come at me. Uh, and then I'll say, you know, kind of bitch slap them a little bit and then say, hey, how about a hug? You know, that's fine. But some people need a state change. <laughs> a long way since you became Spike. Do we have anybody that we don't like? Yeah, we have tons of people we don't oh, like. So we just don't, so. I'll get the list later. So that's, that's, uh, that's probably it. You want to? Uh, yeah, hey. Okay, so we're gonna wrap it up here, Spike, so you can get to work and we can eat some lasagna. There you uh, go. Before I we make lasagna today, look at that. Yeah, I mean, if you want to come and get some lasagna, we've got plenty. Um, <laughs> so where can where can our fan find you on the internet? Uh, anybody can find me at spikespencer.com. That's the best place to go. All of my podcasts are up there. Uh, all of my links, uh, my fan club, etc. Everything is there. And uh, you can find the Mind Scrambler podcast on iTunes and several other places. Uh, that's the main. That's the main places. And uh, you know, follow me on Twitter. That's where I'm really focusing my my stuff on now. So. Just look me up. All right. We'll uh, we'll make sure everyone does that. Okay. So we're going to wrap it up. If you don't mind, could you end the podcast in the traditional manner, Spike? How do I end the podcast in the traditional manner? This is the end of the freaking JVJ podcast. Good God. <laughs> he did it. Guys, he did it. <laughs> that was good. perfect. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Can we not do that anymore? We're <laughs> always going to do that. Bevan loved it. No one loved it. He Bevin literally said, I love it now. Okay. <laughs> on the podcast we put the guest on the spot and just stare at him cool i hate it so yeah you it's love like it a, don't you it's like a life coach thing you make people uncomfortable to break them down so <laughs> after the podcast is over they can build themselves back up yeah actually <laughs> Are yeah. You gonna he's gonna use it he's not a life coach he's not a life coach that's not what we do <laughs> all right guys nothing to do well, with thanks it. so much for having me and uh have a great freaking lasagna yeah, <laughs> thanks see you, Spike. thanks all right guys see you later on your breakfast. No, okay, no, save it properly. It doesn't, it doesn't lose the recording. Oh, did you guys I test it? Josh, no, Josh, I don't want to do this. Season five. I'm going to hit that. It's resurrection time. Josh was Josh was dead, but now they're back again. Sweet show was an amazing guest stars. Ryan hey guys, Rush, thanks for listening to our podcast, JBJ Podcast. You can find us at jbjpodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Stitcher, and iTunes. <laughs> That's right, Josh. And if you'd like to hear your questions, just send me an email at cjh.jbjpodcast.com. Yeah, if you're an author or a narrator, you'd like to be on the podcast, you can just